producers of the show do not accept responsibility for any spectral phenomenon that may occur in the listener's own home. Enjoy, and welcome to Radio Undead. do the interests you're kind of that guy hey everybody and welcome to radio undead this is jamie hamilton and i am here with jackson patrick sternin hello again and this week we're doing something different we (laughs) we don't have a script which (laughs) accounts for all these weird pauses we've never done this this way we uh this is weird because it's like you're addressing an invisible third person yeah, I know. Like, every, <laughs> this is what podcasting is. Yeah, this is how other people do it every week, I guess. Yeah. So today, um, everyone's heard about Florida Man. There's, uh, it's all over Reddit. It's all over pretty much everything. Buzzfeed. Um, we wanted to delve into the men and potentially women of the Midwest, depending on what Jamie dug up. If you haven't heard of Florida Man, he's basically an internet amalgam of all the crazy shit that people do in Florida. So I just pulled up the R Florida Man Reddit, and I'm just going to read a random one. Um, Okay, Florida Man's daughter orders pizza just to steal delivery driver's car and go to her boyfriend's. See, that wasn't about the man so much, but it was about the crazy shit that happens there. Florida Man throws meth-fueled death party for his wife before she died. They spent their final moments listening to metal and having sex. That's awesome. And based on the picture, this was like an old, old couple. Dude, that's a fucking great way to die. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> like, have you ever talked to someone and it's like, thinking about it, if you're like 90 years old and you're about to die of like cancer or something, like, you know, heroin overdose sounds like a really good way to go yeah. at that point. That's what everyone says. Like, if you find out you only have a couple months, like, why not just live it the fuck doing. up? Yeah. Yeah. Do what you want to do put all that shit in your body it's okay i actually found a similar story (laughs) uh to that first one yeah jump in yeah so uh arkansas man one sec what's his name should we do names on this or no uh if it comes with a name why not say the name it's news it's out in the public eye all right you're not gonna be able to find this guy anyway because of his name so arkansas man's (laughs) zamarquis Z-E-M-A-R-C-U-I-S or Marquis Scott of Texarkana, which is apparently a town. Texarkana <laughs> was found in the cockpit of an American Eagle twin engine jet at Tecar- Texarkana <laughs> Regional Airport on July 4th and hoped to fly to an out-of-state concert by rapper by rapper <laughs> hoped to fly to an out-of-state concert by rapper Famous Dex, authorities said. So he was attempting to steal a plane to see an unknown rapper. I actually also country. pulled this article because it's just so good. It's so absurd. This 19-year-old, this how did the fuck did he manage to get in the cockpit of a plane? I'm so, I'm, I was just impressed, dude, above all else. That's mostly why I pulled this. And did you see it's the quote where police said uh, he told the investigators that he thought piloting a plane would involve little more than, little pushing, more than buttons pushing buttons and, and pulling, pulling levers? levers. <laughs> what? 
And then immediately after that, he has no training as a pilot, which <laughs> I think should have been fucking clear from that other part. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I um, I drove to Boston once to see Tyler the Creator. And that's about as far as you're willing to go. Would you have stolen a plane <laughs> to see Tyler the Creator at any point? Uh, I did use my dad's car without asking. Okay, so that is almost like stealing a plane to a 15-year-old or 16. Another great part about this article is right at the bottom it says, Authorities say the 44-seat jet wasn't damaged. Because it never got off the fucking ground. Yeah, no. That's, <laughs> the kid that's doesn't a... know how to make it start. Like, it's not a key. I doubt there's a key ignition. <laughs> Some prime detective work. Yeah, no, the other the other thing I've come uh, come to understand through reading all these articles, I read, like, probably 30, um, the police are terrible. In- incredibly like, I think we so. We already sort of knew this, but police can't do jack-fucking-shit. You only hear about cops fucking up in, like, high-profile cases, and you never think about, like, the small ones where they're just dumbasses. No, they fuck up. It's like you hear them fucking up in the high-profile ones, but the only time you hear them mentioned are pretty much, like, when they're fucking up in those cases but they're fucking up in all of the cases like pretty much any case there's a cop that fucked up i love that like <laughs> they're just like me and you but stupider and hateful i have a good one if yeah go i have the option okay <laughs> so title first Arkansas man arrested for pimping beavers on Craigslist out of dirty motel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the double meaning, the double entendre of this article is great. Wait, what was it? I totally missed it. He's prostituting beavers? Is that what you said? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pimping beavers. Um, pimping beavers. Come on! <laughs> it's a rich, right. rich uh, hole to jump down. Listen to the police statement. That's this is the best part. <laughs> After we received not one or two or three, but several complaints from locals in the state of Arkansas, we looked into the ad. Said chief of police Ralph Morris. <laughs> the Craigslist ad read, "A real good time. No questions asked. Payment up front. Several beavers to choose from. Fifty dollars." <laughs> <laughs> so so wait were people coming to this guy's hotel room and taking beavers to have sex with i from what i understand they'd have sex with them in the room um you don't even get to keep the beaver no 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 they're not buying the beaver they're just paying 50 dollars to fuck a beaver uh, i guess 50 dollars you would have to pay more to own your own beaver. Dude, do you know how much a fucking... Your own sex beaver! <laughs> Dude. Like, what? In Santa Cruz, do you know how much a sex massage, like, costs? $120. And I, well, not that I've taken it's a very expensive city. Dude. But listen, so $120 for a real human woman who also is a masseuse. So you get the massage and you get to have sex with this lady. Or you could pay literally just like half of that and fuck a beaver. <laughs> like, you don't want to cough up 100, but you'll cough up 50 to fuck that hair. <laughs> oh, I just got the double of Dodra. I didn't know what you were saying. Yeah. About that. 
Beavers, come on. They also, they also refer to it as a beaver sex trafficking operation. That's the official title. Which I just think is funny. That Like it's a thing that they've encountered before. Yeah, like we just ran into a run-of-the-mill beaver sex trafficking operation. Sometimes this sort of thing happens. Guys get beavers, they go crazy. Oh my god. Give a man a little beaver, a little power, you never know what'll happen. <laughs> And uh, anyone listening to this, you're going to want to look up a picture of this guy because he looks like exactly the type of dude who would pimp beavers out of a motel. <laughs> um, and I don't mind saying his name because fuck this guy. His name is Michael Leonard. Michael spelled A-E-L and Leonard spelled normally. Go check him out. So I think that's also Michael spelled normally. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> I just tacked that on. Oh, I need one more note there. They were 8 to 32 pounds. Just think about fucking a 32-pound beaver. Sorry. Go ahead. Or an 8-pound beaver. Two ends of a horrible spectrum. That's much sadder. The 8-pound beaver probably died. Almost definitely. I think they're all going to die. No, actually, they're being treated. They're at an animal, uh, animal care facility. They were saved. Well, good for the beavers. Anyway, (laughs) this one is not about a man or a woman at all. This one is about a boy, a young boy. Albuquerque eighth grader offered drugs pepper sprayed on way home from school. So this eighth grade student, so we can assume he's probably 13, maybe 14. I don't know how old you are in eighth grade. His name is Colacious Boyd, which is the singularly coolest name I've ever heard. (laughs) Wait. Colacious Boyd. Uh, an eighth grade student in Albuquerque, New Mexico, was walking home when a stranger tapped him on the shoulder and asked, do you like dabs? Word. Uh, and when the eighth grader said, no, I don't do this stuff, probably because he's in eighth grade and was a few years away from it, uh, the guy just pepper sprayed him. What a piece of shit. <laughs> he's like, no, you don't want to buy my dabs. Dude, that's fucking horrible. It's like kind of hilarious in just how poor of a drug dealer that guy is. The absolute absurdity of the situation is a little funny. I feel terrible for this kid. I wonder what his associations are going to be with dabs now. (laughs) Whenever he does one, his eyes just burn. (laughs) I mean, that's what happens anyway. Yeah, but way worse. (laughs) You're right. You're right. Okay. Oh my God, wait. I'm just reading this article. Um, Yeah. The mom of this... Uh, kid, the kid walked home uh, the rest of the way, and then his mom saw him, and she ran out down the street and saw the guy who ran away. She described him as having green pants, a white shirt, and he took her son's sport drink after he dropped his bag and ran. So not only did this guy fucking pepper spray this kid, he stole his fucking Gatorade. But just the Gatorade. Just the Gatorade. He also he left the entire school bag, which I'm sure had plenty of valuables in it. Like a history textbook. I'm going to go out on a limb. So either that guy, you know, is super high on something or he's like a fucking psychopath because none of that or, adds up. Or <laughs> he is a sports drink enthusiast and just or that. he had no be. better way <laughs> of getting that Gatorade <laughs> off that kid because you know how hard it is to take things from eighth graders with their stature and whatnot when you're a full grown man. <laughs> That's the primary reason. <laughs> I have one. This Read us a funny one. What's up? 
read us a funny one. Yeah, let me let me see here. A lot of these are pretty are pretty gross. Um, this is kind of funny if you like necrophilia. <laughs> Ohio man Kenneth Douglas, who works night shifts at the Hamilton County Mor- who worked night shifts at the Hamilton County Morgue from 1976 until 1992 said in a deposition that he had sex with up to 100 bodies, often while drunk or high on drugs. He said, I would just get on top of them and pull my pants down. So that's not the funny part. Although the description of how he <laughs> has sex is a little uh, funny, because, yeah, you pull your pants down. Yeah, no, that Someone's is... Someone's going to be on top. That is pretty... Uh, it's a little humorous. But what I like <laughs> is, um, you know, the folks are going after the county for employing this man and clearly having no oversight of any sort um i saw other articles that said thousands but i just went with hundreds because that sounds like it's probably more correct and less sensationalist but uh currently the county maintains that it can't be held accountable for the actions of its employees except months and months before they actually like discovered this was happening his wife called to report that he was coming home from work smelling like sex and alcohol which i don't understand how he smelled like sex when he was fucking a corpse yeah but smelling like sex and alcohol and she was told whatever happens on county property in county time is county business this county runs like a fucking mob that isn't yeah that's a quote <laughs> that's a fucking absurd thing to say when his wife called to report her husband coming from work home coming home from work smelling like sex and alcohol she was told whatever happens on county property in county time is county business oh wow yeah they literally just said like shut up yeah <laughs> keep keep it to yourself it's the equivalent we don't care fuck dude this is really fun and i have to go to my dad's dinner <laughs> all right yeah we can pick it up tomorrow and thanks to our seamless editing, nobody will know that we just took a day break. In the <laughs> exactly. Um, okay. So this is a pretty funny one to start with. I think it'll set the mood well. Hit me with it. All right. So there are no names for this one, which is probably for the best. Uh, <laughs> but the title, the headline is Alabama man cheated on his wife with a goat, which is very straightforward. And I feel like that's probably fairly common. Um, but the first thing you notice when you open this article, it is it has a picture of the goat, and he is pretty cute. <laughs> His name is Chewy. Well, yeah, he's a goat. And the, ca- the caption is Chewy, the small family goat, was the victim of sexual abuse for more than two years, <laughs> and you can just see the pain in his oh, eyes. Oh man, <laughs> it's really awful. Um, but here's the best part. So, the way she found out was uh, the man was posting what the article calls controversial videos on YouTube of him fucking the goat. He was posting goat porn on YouTube? On YouTube. Bro, you know that's going to get taken down. Yeah. No, it's... it's... Or your wife can find (laughs) it, whichever is worse. I'm actually... I'm curious as to how his wife found it. The fuck was she looking for? That's a good point. Yeah. What was she searching? Maybe she has her own goat somewhere. They they referred to uh, this ha- this thing he did of fucking goats and posting on YouTube as her discovering the double life of her husband. And that's way too cool of a label for fucking goats and putting it on YouTube. He was that having sex a- with goats. He's not Heisenberg. Yeah, no, he's not living a double life. 
He's not like some cool supervillain. If anything, he'd be a terrible supervillain. So the last line of the article is uh, arguably the best part. Um, <laughs> okay. Sadly, this is not the first time that such acts occur in the small community where as much as 17 cases of gruesome bestiality have been identified in the last five years. A situation that worries the authorities who say they are powerless in front of such a situation. <laughs> Dude, we are powerless against these men. There is nothing we can do to stop them. So, as we discussed, I believe, some of the other cases, this one speaks to how fucking useless police are how much fucking bestiality is there in the world i don't know about the world but in this small town in alabama i don't think that's one of those stereotypes guy in washington or wherever that was uh that was in ohio okay i was reading about a different beaver incident in washington earlier today (laughs) because i got interested in just like beaver incidents (laughs) <laughs> oh my god oh that's so sad oh my but, god dude 17 cases of bestiality in, in five a small years. community that's like uh, that's like kind of a large percentage of what I imagine is a very small town population that's the point where I would have to if I were a local politician I would suggest starting an awareness program in our schools yeah like don't well don't (laughs) well dude i mean honestly if we're gonna talk about like what the cause of this is it's probably they don't they teach uh you know it's probably a school where they teach that evolution isn't real they probably abstinence only um doesn't count but like it's a chicken but like the level of abstinence only in these towns i feel like is more uh like they don't even tell you what sex is like it's just if you do it you're going to hell and so they learn, I think, I assume, by watching farm animals, and then they try it, and it feels fucking awesome, I imagine. I've never fucked an animal, but I imagine it feels good for them. <laughs> the fact that people are still doing it has to mean there's something good about it. Yeah, no, I mean, well, it's probably, you know, like sex, but disgusting and not made for your human dick. Um <laughs> It must, like, it's it's just so fucked up. But if you didn't know what sex was, like, period, and you grew up on a farm, and that's how you learned about it, and you were 14 or whatever, probably try it, you know? But then I, to I don't carry it on I'm... into adulthood. Right, okay, yeah, but this is, like, a 32... 32? does have his age here. 36-year-old man who has a wife. I have to assume this wasn't his first go at either. Wait... <laughs> I just found another part of this article that I missed the first time through. Okay. The videos that have now been removed from YouTube led to the arrest of a 36-year-old man who would have taken affection not only to the family pet goat, but also to other animals of the small family farm, such as a turkey, a lamb, and even their emu, if one believes the diary of the accused man found at the scene. Jesus Christ on wheels. The, can you imagine down. a human man having sex with a full-grown emu? A giant leggy bird? 
This man is the R. Kelly of the farm. <laughs> this actually wants to make me go on another tangent. I once saw a Vice documentary about a village uh, somewhere in South America. I can't remember where. But it was like a big thing for the men in that village to have sex with donkeys. Like it was a very accepted just social norm. And a lot of men would lose their virginities to donkeys. Uh, you know? They filmed somebody doing it and put it in the documentary. Oh, God. You know, Vice is always classy. Okay, this may be an unpopular opinion. Vice is classy. This may be an unpopular opinion. But I believe that if you fucked someone or something unconsensually, you are still a virgin. That's fair. That's a fair thing to say. I don't... Yeah, I, like, I don't... Yeah, you're still... If you fuck someone and they... It's rape, you're still a virgin. Rape you don't know what sex is. That's a good point. Should we get back to the funny things? <laughs> uh, yeah, my next one isn't funny, so do you have... <laughs> I have a somewhat funny one. The headline is really funny. Okay. All right, this, uh... This one comes down from Louisiana, not quite the Midwest, but he had a homemade gun in his truck and a smaller one in his butt, Louisiana cops say. <laughs> Talk about an uncomfortable ride to jail. Oh, wait, is that actually part of the headline? That is the first line. Oh my God, that's so funny. I'm impressed by the homemade gun. That's kind of cool. Kind of. So, uh, Justin James Savoy of uh, Galliano, Louisiana, who knows where the hell that is, was picked up on misdemeanor drug charges and uh, felony gun possession. They knew about a gun that he had in his car when he was picked up, and then when he got to <laughs> the police station, he had to tell them that he had a homemade one shoved up his ass. Holy God. Can you imagine a worse place to keep your homemade gun? I, I have to want, like, maybe he shaped it so that it would, could do that. Because it was, I, like, I haven't put a lot of stuff up my butt. <laughs> but I imagine that that is extremely difficult. They don't say what it was made out of. Could it have been made out of a nice, maybe, like, silicon material that would be sort of slippery slide right on up that's what i was thinking was it like potentially a 3d printed gun it is not 3d printed they said that in the article it is homemade but not 3d printed they refer to it as a zip gun which i guess is just some kind of slang that's interesting that they clarified that i'm gonna look that up real quick but uh do you think hmm Maybe it would be possible to make a gun out of some sort of sex toy that would be then easier to slide up your butt. Not that I recommend shoving a gun in your butt. Yeah. Are you sure? But, pretty sure. But, like, is there a way you can make it more pleasurable for the user? A fuck gun. Okay, so I'm looking at zip guns, and you actually can build them so that they're shaped, you know, like, more like a dildo right. or something. so... And you press, like, a release. It seems, I think. I'm looking at prison guns. People in prison are fucking brilliant, dude. I just watched that episode <laughs> of Breaking Bad where the nine people get murdered in prison. Yeah. Spoiler alert if we keep this in the episode, I guess, but it's a decade-old show at this point. So, um... 
Is that true? Yeah. Yeah, the first episode came out 11 years ago. Wow. Isn't that huh. insane? I have another uh, a bad one from Idaho. Throw it at me. It's just, it's just fucking brutal and makes no sense at all. Um, so this motherfucker named, uh, not literally, named Patrick Nuxall, which is an interesting name, uh, was just convicted in the killing of David Kramer. He's... <laughs> Nuxall said he was innocent and sleeping when his friend was stabbed, slashed, and bludgeoned more than 200 fucking times. 200. Like, (laughs) I cannot even imagine what that body looked like after that. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Blood was flecked in Nuxall's hair, on his face, behind his ears, on his hands, and under and on his clothes... But none of his fingerprints or DNA were found on any of the murder weapons. Isn't that wild? Well, if if he didn't do it, this would be one hell of a setup. But Jesus Christ, two hundred times, two hundred and what? Uh, it doesn't. It just says over two hundred. Over two hundred um, times. That's fucking. That always amazes me when you read like the amount of times somebody was hit or stabbed. Yeah, because, like, so... I can't imagine be, or I can imagine, but I would prefer not to, being stabbed once. But, like, you don't die that quick. Like, he was probably alive for all 200 of those strikes, you know? Yeah, the fucking, what must be going through your head as that's going, as this fucking psycho, that's not a good word to use, as this fucking, um... I think you could say... No, I can't think of a better you word. You could say psycho. Psychopath. Psychopath. I mean, does that help? I mean, he's clearly is a psychopath. Like, this sounds like one of those deals where he was probably just interested in seeing what it was like or something. Yeah. Because there's literally, like, no potential reason anywhere. <laughs> uh, and he tried to frame yeah. it on the guy's brother. It's just so... It's just awful. Fuck that guy. I found him on Facebook, actually. Really? You found his actual Facebook profile? Yeah, he had six friends and zero interests. Oh, Christ. (laughs) (laughs) If there's a Facebook profile of a murderer, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Six friends and maybe, like, a Pepe the Frog uh, profile picture. I've got, like, a Dahmer-like incident. Like, Dahmer first killing. Or, no, second killing. When he blacked out and woke up and killed that person. That is the same defense that Mr. Tony Thomas, 58... Uh, is he using in court currently? I don't think he's been... Uh, yeah, no, he hasn't been found guilty. He hasn't gone to trial yet. But he said that he blacked out and came to while standing over his wife with a knife in his hands. And then... And I was, like, sort of giving that some consideration, you know? Like, maybe... Maybe something fucked up happened. He had a psychotic break. But... <laughs> When he called the sheriff's office, he asked for a dispatcher for a meat wagon and police. Oh. Which I think that alone is incriminating. The fact that he already depersonalized his wife and already said, like, she's a piece of meat to go in the meat wagon, that does not bode well for him. No, no, he literally could have worded that, like, any other way, and it would have been way less incriminating. You know, I have a kind of similar story uh, of a guy blacking out uh 
The headline is, this one's from Indiana. Indiana man accused of attacking mom told police he was possessed by demons, comma, Hitler. <laughs> I'm possessed by Hitler. So, any, so <laughs> anyway, uh, you could probably suss out what happened by what, what I just said. A man in uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana, attacked his mother. She is dead now, sadly. Uh, and he told police that he was possessed by demons and or Adolf Hitler. Because um, Hitler didn't like his mom? Was that the deal? Well, you know, I suppose if Hitler's going to possess somebody, he's just going to immediately strangle and beat them. Uh, but this was another case of blacking out. And uh, since we started this show, it was kind of a joke when we took on demons and ghosts for me, but I've gotten a lot more interested in it. And, I don't know, what do you think? you think there's any reality behind these dudes being possessed and blacking out for times? I don't know if Dahmer ever claimed to have, like, an entity, but a lot of a lot of killers like Bundy and Gacy, they claim to have an entity within them that, like, is just angry and drives their actions and... I don't so, know, it's an interesting thought. Yeah, you know, I I 100% subscribe to the idea that there's some degree of a split personality that's exaggerated in uh, psychopaths and such. Um, and that, I don't know, I mean, we've read about this stuff a bit, like uh, how you cartmentalize your personality. So, like, I don't know if it's supernatural, but... I could see like a Jekyll and Hyde situation where they come to you after doing shit and are just like, what the fuck? You know, we should, at some point we should do a, uh, a haunted road trip. Uh, like a real life one. Yeah. 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 Like, okay. I thought maybe you meant a scripted episode. <laughs> no, no, no. I like literally, Although just... that's also an option now. Put it on the list. <laughs> of the just tropes that we pretty much use yeah <laughs> we make them pretty wacky though i don't know i would i am interested in the idea of like when you hear about killers you know they always have a sort of just weakness about them that just a driving insecurity for you know Dahmer it was his loneliness for like ted bundy it was just his feeling of insecurity uh, inferiority towards women maybe people are I think for Dahmer it is gayness that as well but like the feeling of the feeling of isolation that he felt from that I think and I don't know maybe maybe people are being preyed upon by something darker as people who make a uh, supernatural show as tongue in cheek as it is I think we have to entertain the idea okay Yes. <laughs> I do. Because uh, if this all turns out to be real in the end, I want the demons to think we were on their side. Yeah, dude. I mean, I, uh, I've definitely gotten interested in dark magic a bit. <laughs> I've started to more, more and more entertain the idea that we can sort of uh, manifest realities and all of that shit. And so that kind of goes hand in hand. If you can manifest a reality, someone else can manifest a reality. And that person could not be good, and they could be making you do some real bad things. This is our long-winded say of saying that we're going to start an online school of sex and chaos magic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Subscription only, though. It's going to be very similar to Trump University in a way, uh, where you pay us and we don't do much in return. 
but you'll feel sexually powerful. <laughs> you know what would be fun to do as an experiment? What? Making a really good site for a uh, for some sort of religion, and then making it like a just making some sort of like Kickstarter spiritual Kickstarter structure where depending on what you pay, you get to a certain level and then just putting like $200 into a Facebook ad and see what happens. Well, that that's how culture, <laughs> that's how like Scientology and like Om Shinrikyo worked. Like the more you gave into it, the higher your level was. I know. I want to see how easy it is. <laughs> Probably not like, too hard if you just made like a nice little video to go along with it with like some soothing music and imagery of clouds or something yeah like i think that'd be a really good experiment maybe we should make a religion yeah precisely i, I mean that <laughs> it could be worth looking into i think it'd be really fun <laughs> like like just to uh just to get a like sense of how that works set the ground set like the groundwork for a religion and do like minimal effort to spread it. Yeah. Um, you want to hear just like an annoying story, like a what the fuck story. Um, this isn't. It's not a big deal or anything, but just fuck this lady so much. Um, so this is over in. Where are we situated? This is in, Ontar- oh, in Ontario, Ohio. Uh. A woman for three years was stealing the toys and nightlights off the grave of a 14-month-old boy. The parents were putting nightlights there as, you know, like a gesture, and she would steal them every single time. And they finally caught her on video. And there's not much to say about this person besides for, like, fuck you. Jesus Christ. So much. I mean... She like wasn't she doing was anything just with taking them. them. She just stole as them. a little fuck you to this fourteen-month-old. Uh, yeah, fuck this little ghost. Right? If there's a ghost you don't want to piss off, it's a baby ghost. That lady's gonna have kid energy all around her. It's not gonna be good. No, dude, baby ghosts are really scary. Her life is gonna be haunted if she's keeping those candles in her apartment that touched the grave. Oh yeah, oof, that's gonna be bad. So much boy energy. Okay, as soon as, <laughs> as soon as you said that, I now I believe in ghosts. Because I could not see any other route. <laughs> if you put the night lights and candles and all that shit of a 14-month-old boy's grave, exactly, that's how you're it gonna works. get haunted. It's gonna happen. I have a funny one, but you should uh, you should throw one out there if you got one. I don't have a great one. I have another Texas one from the South. A Texas man was detained, charged with attempting to provide material support to ISIS. So, a teacher named Warren Christopher Clark uh, from Sugarland, Texas, sounds like a fun place to be from, Sugarland, Texas, uh, he, he was in uh, Syria for whatever reason. The article I read did not disclose why he was there. I'm assuming doing some sort of teaching program. And he wanted to join ISIS to teach, uh, teach English to people in the program. I'm gonna burp. But then in his interview and when he was arrested, he said that he just wanted to see what it's all about. Huh. Okay. Quote unquote, just wanted to like check it out. Just wanted to peep ISIS for a sec. I think there's a little bit of validity in this. It's like, uh, you know, a trial period. 
he wanted to do a little trial period with ISIS just to see what they were all about. Honestly, like I could see uh I could see that being a really, really interesting venture for like a documentarian or something. Like guising yourself as an uh as desiring to be like a real member of ISIS and then just uh, you know, appealing to the leader's need for attention and uh say you're making like a propaganda film for them but then just make your own shit maybe if he had carried a camera around he wouldn't have gotten arrested maybe it'd be it'd at least be a good excuse like if i was if i was gonna join isis i'd find a really good excuse to have for when i inevitably get caught <laughs> if i wanted to try to implement some bastardized version of sharia law sharia law however you pronounce it sharia law very different from Shambhala. Shambhala. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> Whoa. You sent me something in Skype, and I just tried to open it, and it, for some reason my computer opened, like, every image I have in preview. Oh, no. <laughs> I just shot you that for uh, the next story I got. Man tried to seduce children. Chicken Alfredo is what I can read from it. <laughs> All right, so that guy, this guy's name is uh, Albert Mar- Mar- blah, 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 blah. Albert Maruna, um, which is just such a pedophile name. The title of the uh, the headline of this uh, article is "Ohio man tried to seduce teen with pasta gets a week in jail." So immediate thoughts: a week is not long enough. No, not at all. Um, the man's 23, and uh, as we're becoming adults, you and I, it's getting a lot weirder to read these stories. Because when I was like 16, 15, 14, 13, you'd read these, and it'd be sort of like, oh man, weird adult. But now it's like, weird dude my age. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can actually like try to put myself in that position, and I just can't. I just don't understand it. Doesn't make sense to me. So... Does the article go further into how the Alfredo was supposed to seduce the teen? You can't turn down a man with a good Alfredo. That's what my pappy always said. Here's here's the kicker. Maruna planned the romantic encounter with the undercover cop on December 12th. Maruna promised to bring a chicken Alfredo dish, Sprite, and lube. Checks all my boxes. That was his romantic encounter. Chicken Alfredo, Sprite, and lube. If he didn't have me with Chicken Alfredo, Sprite is definitely where I start taking my clothes off. Yeah, dude, I'm gonna get fucking. <laughs> it sounds like a good night. Sprite, the classiest of all, the classiest and most sensual of all the soft drinks. <laughs> I think this man should also receive a lifelong ban from Olive Garden. <laughs> I would agree. Which is definitely where he obtained the chicken Alfredo. That sounded like a Wookiee. That was impressive. Thank you. That was, that was just my noise of utter disgust. I'm just sitting here, like, just pinching the bridge of my nose. 
Oh, man. Heard so many upsetting things and tried to make jokes about all of them, but sometimes it's so hard. Yeah, no, I tried to I tried to make this feel a little bit more lighthearted, and it just it wasn't. It's gross. It's nasty. The beavers were kind of funny. That The beavers were really funny. I thought all the beaver content was pretty good, and now I'm going to set a Google alert for beaver incidents, I guess. Beaver sex incident. <laughs> That's... <laughs> my next uh wikipedia dive that's the name of the episode now <laughs> <laughs> beaver sex incident um one story uh that just presented news to me one second um da, 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 da. so there's this guy jeremy putman um and he was arrested for dressing up as the joker in public um and he was arrested and charged with wearing a mask, which is apparently illegal in this, uh, in wherever the fuck they are. One second. Um, okay. Wearing a mask is illegal in Virginia, apparently. I don't know how Halloween works. And so that's what he was arrested for. That's what he was charged with. And he was acquitted uh, or found not guilty. But after reading like about 10 articles to see if there was any more to the story, I found out that he was wielding a fucking sword when he was arrested. <laughs> no other article mentioned that he was wielding a sword. And that's when they arrested him. They did not charge him for wielding the sword. They charged him for not wearing a mask. And I think, I think this speaks, again, to how fucking ridiculous police are. That... what? It's totally real. Look up Jeremy Putman. <laughs> you can have a whole sword but like well I think it's an open carry state <sighs> so they really don't give a shit about weapons by doing this episode I don't look into things too much I guess I thought I did but the world is fucking insane yeah the world you can he had a whole ass sword and the fact that he was wearing a mask and carrying a sword, but he definitely had intention to use the sword, no? I, it is unclear. I think he was actually, like, more cosplaying than anything. Like, he was just dressing up as the Joker for fun. Joker does not have a sword. True. 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 What? So that makes me think this guy has, A, his fandoms mixed up, and B, intentions. <laughs> and B, intentions. He says of the incident, I am not a monster, I'm not a criminal, but more of a funny, crazy person. <laughs> what a fucking idiot. I'm like a dog, chasing a car, with a sword, too. <laughs> I wouldn't know what to do with it if I got it. I have one more Oklahoma man thing that we don't have to put in. But, uh, Oklahoma man, who is a senator, has to pay $125,000 the T oh anti-LGBTQ very far right Oklahoma senator has to pay $125,000 to the teen male prostitute he hired Woo! shocker I love these Who types of stories That's, I love it they come out pretty much every uh, fucking day from our lovely GOP fam All right. hold on while, while I have you here uh, so I was watching um SNL recently and Michael Che during Weekend Update made a joke about Roger Stone uh, and he said that he googled Roger Stone because he looks like the type of guy 
that would pay black men to have sex with his wife. And so Michael Che Googled him and Roger Stone a few years ago had to resign from a campaign because it came out that he was paying black men to have sex with his wife. No. Yes. No. <laughs> it's real. No way. One second. No way. It came up really quick. (laughs) (laughs) If you just look up Roger Stone wife sex. You can seeking similar couples or exceptional muscular well hung single men. That's the ad he posted. Wow. That's so fucking funny. Oh dude, we should do an episode on uh going off the, the goat guy. We should do an episode on the occult in American politics. And the history of it. Ooh, yeah. That would be a lot of fun. Could talk about, like, oh, there's so much shit to talk about. The black hand and skull and bones and shit like that. Dude, next uh, next reality episode we do in, like, maybe, you know, three or four episodes. Fuck yeah. Tune in for that. All right, so let's wrap up. This has been Radio Undead, and I think if we can leave with anything, it's don't go to the Midwest, don't go to Florida, don't go to Texas... Uh, don't go to Louisiana. Terrible things happen there. Go to New York. Go to California. You'll be safe. Stick to the edges and you'll be fine. Love you guys.